What up, though? And welcome back to the Black Fridays podcast. Y'all already know how we do. We talk in black business every Friday. Today, I have the homie Javon Shell, who is the current director of digital media for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Me and Javon go way back to our University of Michigan days, and it's truly a blessing to see how he has worked his way into becoming a powerhouse in the digital media space, especially in the sports world. And as you take a listen, you'll notice that Javon has been front court and center for some of the most memorable NBA moments in recent history. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Oh, it's good. You are now in the good. by Jones. Good. 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 So without further ado, Javon, my brother, if you don't mind, if you could go ahead and let the people know who you are first as a person, and then also what is your professional background and what do you do currently? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, so I guess, yeah, so I'm Javon Shell. Um, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, but I um, definitely grew up definitely more so in um, Eastern Michigan. Uh, so, you know, I come from humble, humble beginnings for real. Um, uh, single mother. Uh, definitely worked a lot to, you know, really uh, do her the best she could to, you know, really take care of me. Uh, so had me uh, in private school, a lot going, uh, you know, uh, throughout my childhood. And, uh, you know, I guess that all worked out. And, you know, I was able to go to, you know, University of Michigan, obviously, when me and you uh, connected or whatever. And, um, you know, obviously at Michigan, I had the opportunity to uh, do a couple of different things. Uh, obviously, I, I joined Cap Alpha Psi. You know, that was definitely one of my... Uh, uh, favorite moments of, uh, of my schooling. Uh, obviously, Denzel, how we met uh, through Heads, that was a, a great organization to be a part of. I was a vice chairman uh, two of my years, uh, my junior and my senior year, senior year there. So that was definitely a great organization to be a part of. Uh, I worked for uh, Big Ten Network. So um, I started off doing like productions or like camera, replay, all that different stuff about I work my way up to um, eventually being able to like um, uh, like color commentary. So like I would commentate different uh, uh, Michigan athletic games. So I did like I did Mich I did Michigan basketball, baseball, lacrosse. I did like a field hockey game before, just all different type of games. So that was definitely like really great experience. I knew I wanted to work um, work in sports. Um, going into Michigan, I definitely wanted to do law. I think uh, that was always my career path. But I think I went to one of those, you know how at Michigan, it was, you know, it was, it was always some just like different talk or something. It was always up there some, somewhere, uh, people up there speaking. And um, basically somebody was just kind of like, you know, do something you love and not just for the money or whatever, you know what I mean? And I think money was a leading factor why I kind of wanted to do law. And I know I, I just didn't think I really wanted to do it that badly. So that's when I kind of just like pursued, you know, kind of like wanted to work in sports. So I majored in comm, uh, graduated in 2017. And then uh, I guess getting into my professional career, I started working for uh, Rock Ventures, which is uh, basically one of the uh, umbrella companies under like, you know, Quicken Loans, Rock and Mortgage, all that type of stuff. It's owned by like uh, Dan Gilbert. And um 
on Rock Ventures, uh, I was an intern on, I was able to be an intern starting off on uh, Mr. Gilbert's team or whatever. Um, and so basically what I did is uh, I worked for, you know, someone uh, who worked with Dan that was basically kind of like took care of like all the, uh, basically everything like in terms of like Cleveland Cavalier business for him. And so we did everything with like digital stuff, socials. Um, I got to help out with like Jersey stuff. It was some opportunities like when I got to hear stuff about trades, it was just different stuff. It was really interesting stuff. And uh, he owns so many companies. I, I got to just work in just many different pockets. Like he, he, it was, uh, he owned StockX. So I remember he used to do things with like StockX. It was just like this media company that he had. So they were like making movies and videos. It was just all these different things we were, uh, exp- I was able to be exposed to very early, which was really dope. And I'm obviously with the Cleveland Cavaliers too. Um, so I was there like, I think I got there like, uh, like bronze last year. And so I've kind of been there since like 20, like, yeah, 2017, I think. Yeah, I've been there since like 2017. So that's been a great experience. Uh, just being, you know, part of the NBA, like I'm going to like all-star games, like everything. It's been a very just interesting, humbling experience. But two years ago, uh, after working for Rock Ventures for a while, I moved up a little bit. And then I, I became, instead of being an intern, I became the person that basically, you know, like held Dan with all his Cleveland Cavalier stuff. And then after some time, I transferred down to Cleveland. I became direct, director of digital content strategy. And basically what I do is um, all the content on like, you know, our socials. So like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything uh, of that nature, we pretty much like pump out. So like we have like a whole camera team and uh, so, like, they shoot the games, we push it out, and in a real timely manner, we've set up like a really pretty, pretty good process to like do in-game highlights uh, as the game is happening. Uh, and so, yeah, we just make different contests. Like today, it was our City Edition jersey release, so oof, we had to, you know, pretty much like prep all the content for that. So we had like a reveal video, we had like, like look and feel stuff, we had just all these different things that goes with just like releasing the stuff. So. It's definitely real cool stuff of just really controlling, you know, an arm of a brand on the NBA team. Uh, and, you know, we've been really successful, too. Like, uh, we had, like, over 20% in uh, uh, impressions and engagement. We gained, like, a million and something followers on Instagram. We're, like, the third highest follow Instagram account on out of an NBA team. So, uh, you know, it takes a... I think a lot of it was, you know, because we did have like LeBron in the past, but a lot of it was also like getting it up there, though, too, to keep that consistent. Because I think when he left, we still had like a, it was, it was uh, like a six million Instagram was. And we got it up by like four million, you know what I'm saying, over the years since he left. So it's all about just, we just tried to establish, you know, a, a content strategy, basically. Uh, Definitely, definitely like uh, quality over quantity, just all these different things. And to get a little bit more detail into some of the work that you do, um, out of curiosity, what is it like managing that type of content or working in that area for a sports organization who, you know, like you said, you got there probably around LeBron's last year. So granted, you know, you have to start the team, the, the main attraction in the league, you know, leave that organization and then, you know, probably don't have as many eyeballs as you once had. So what were, if there were any 
some of the challenges in terms of like, you know, continuing to drive engagement, continuing to have, you know, quality stuff, because of course the show must go on, but you know, how, how do you get creative in that aspect when you don't just have, you know, that, that it factor like you did when he was there? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, well, when I got down there to do content in Cleveland specifically, cause I was in Detroit, cause Dan was in Detroit. He worked out of Detroit. Uh, I mean, they already had a pretty, they had a pretty solid team that was, you know, pumping stuff out, uh, doing a really good job. And I think they were just now starting to get into like this new wave of NBA content that you kind of see now, uh, where you see kind of like guys, people got their own like photographers and videographers now, like under the, under the basket. That wasn't really a thing. Shoot. Even maybe like three, four years ago, if that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was mostly like you got that from like the broadcast footage, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the actual footage that you see from the TV. So they already started kind of like dabbling in that. And I got down there and I hired two camera guys that were phenomenal. And, um, you know, we just all put our heads together and we were just able to, you know, really just kind of be on this wave of this newer content that was kind of that NBA teams were kind of just like getting into. And luckily with us, we already had this large fan base and we were also just able to kind of just like, you know, the content was just, it was, it was looking different. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I think that was really it. We knew we had this fan base because of, you know, where some of that stuff came from, but we also have a lot of young players who bring their stuff. We got like a lot of international guys who bring that attraction to us. Like, so it was really easy to kind of, you know, still, you know, have numbers and do and do and do relatively really good content because we have a really good team and we have really good guys, young, very fun, uh, interactive guys that, you know, I think really relate to what the M- NBA crowd is kind of like, you know, uh, is kind of uh, turning into a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like now it's kind of swaying a little bit younger, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, our age, even and like millennials ask, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, that's what I would say. It, it, it just, t- it, one, it takes a really good team, which the Cavs have. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, it takes a really good team that the Cavs have and just, you know, discipline. And like I said, just really knowing trends, understanding trends, getting into like, you know, every once in a while we do like a meme or that's into like pop culture-esque type of things. And we had a good thing where like we saw, we, uh, we're doing a deal with like Daniel Arsham where he's like our creative director now. So doing these different things because basketball stands in this, in this world where it's the intersectionality of like, you know, it's sport, uh, fashion, you know, pop culture, it's all these different things. So really tapping into that, I think is kind of like the key. And it's, it's not only basketball, but you try to make it like an experience. You try to also make them try to understand your players. You try to get to, uh, when you want them to kind of like know your players, know the people who are like posting the content. So it's a little bit of all that. It just takes like, you know, just knowing your audience, I guess. And uh, I want to touch back on something you had mentioned earlier when you were talking about the path that led you to your current role. So at Michigan, uh, you had the Big Ten um network uh, internship or opportunity to work there and then also you came from the communication studies program which i did too so heavily you know focused in, in media and things like that but and then also had a few different roles uh coming out of uh college as well so for your current position why digital media hmm, that's a really good question 
I guess because it's funny because I I always wanted to be like a commentator. I think that was kind of what I wanted to be. But, you know, I think as and I think this happens with a lot of people, as when you graduate, things don't always happen how you think they're going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And so you always still try to find something still in that world. And so I think how it just kind of worked out is I kind of like started just just going over towards just the content and media and just, you know, all that type of stuff. And it just it just happened to work out, honestly, just, you know, where I ended up who ended up working for the entities that were, you know, obviously in place uh, in, in place there. And uh, like I was saying, it was really just a blessing just how like all really worked out. And um, I don't know, I think I could definitely see myself keep working in some in, in media in the space for sure. Like I really I, I enjoy and I tell my friends this all the time, like kind of like I don't know like put like being part of the culture culture like pushing the culture forward i guess in a way because we're the ones releasing jerseys we're the ones doing all this different stuff like even i remember we did like a a remake of like the, the certified level boy uh cover and like it was like oh like uh it was this instagram page it was, it's just the rap instagram page rap r-a-p and it was just talking about all the different people who did stuff for clb and the cast stuff was on there so that's what I'm saying. It was just like different stuff like that. Just having like a a part in that is really sweet. So I don't know. Uh, I I I can't I, I can't definitely still see myself like working in the space. But it, that's the thing. It, it's it's evolving so much. It's and it, it's so many different things coming from it. So you know, I think I'm kind of like that's kind of like how I've always taken things. Is you know, I'm just riding the wave and just kind of seeing like what comes from it and what it kind of just evolves into. You know what I mean? For sure. And then uh, being in that space, how do you kind of keep a pulse of what's happening culturally and then um, being able to intertwine that from the, the cast perspective and then also the, the sports perspective? Mm, I mean, I think just some just uh, surround yourself around the stuff that you want to kind of, you know, want to influence you, I guess. So like even like on my personal you know, uh, social accounts. Like I follow stuff that I know like will influence like my work or influence the things I need to see or, you know what I'm saying? And I even got burner accounts. Like I got burner accounts <laughs> that, literally, that literally only follow like NBA pages, uh, like other teams, uh, like just uh, like fashion pages, just other stuff. So I can kind of just do quick walkthroughs just to see what other people are doing. And and then just in other aspects too, because I like I I was because even like I was watching like a, a Burberry commercial the other way, other day, and I was just like, mm, like it's real interesting how they did this. So, because I remember I've, I I've used, I use like a, <laughs> I think the trailer actually for the certified lover board like that Drake made like in January of twenty twenty. I used like a shot from that and like a storyboard for like a piece of content that we did for like our our all star video that we did. So it's just surrounding yourself. And like content, honestly, and like that, that, like I consume a lot of content. Like I'm on a big HBO bench right now. Like I just finished Sopranos. <laughs> like all this stuff, just like trying to, I guess, just soak in culture, read about stuff. You know, just try to really just, like I said, surround yourself in it so you can stay active in it. You know what I'm saying? And can you give us some insight to when you wake up in the morning to when you go to bed at night? What does the day of Javon look like? And then, of course, this is intertwined, but then also as a director of digital content strategy, what does that day look like? 
Uh, just a just a lot of meetings. Yeah, it's just a lot of meetings, and you know, and honestly, just working with what you know my team and our team, and just making sure everything is just you know just going the right way. Making sure you know, honestly, like I, I'm a, I'm not a big micromanager. I'm like very you know anti micromanage. So the thing about it is, you just hire good people, and they just do the results. And so you know what I mean. So everybody does their job. So you know what I'm saying. You know, we we have check ins and we talk every day. Okay, uh, you know what I'm saying. So. It's just a lot of meetings, talking about just, you know, all the stuff that comes up. If it's a game day, we have – everybody has, like, their game game day routine. You know what I'm saying? We have travel schedules. Like, all that stuff is kind of, like, taking care of, uh, like, advanced. So, you know, we – that's kind of what it is. It's, it's, it's just a normal job. I guess it's funny because when I do, like, like stuff like this, I, I was I, – I just think, like, it's honestly just work. But like you never think about like oh it is like sports so it is kind of like different it's not like the ordinary thing but it's just like it's really just worthless it's meetings and just making sure you know everything just runs smoothly you know what I'm saying so yeah. and then uh, working in the sports space I have a bit of a random question for you because I, I think that this might have happened to me a little bit but uh, my opportunities to work in sports I feel like some of my fandom was taken away because you're more so focused on the job at hand and like what you have to do and the task you have to do like on game day or actually during the game that you don't really like the result of the game you could care less whether it's your favorite team or not you more so focus on making sure that you execute do you feel like that that happens to you as well or are you still you know kind of getting caught in the moments too like you see something crazy and you know you go crazy or, or how does that work uh I mean, yeah, it's always gonna be like some fandom there. Cause I'm just naturally just a huge NBA fan. Like I just love the game of basketball. I grew up playing it, so I just love I love basketball. But uh, when I first started, that was just like eyes big, just like, like amazed. Especially like especially because like my first year, like I went to like the All Star game in LA, and that was just insane. That was my first all-star game. It was like Los Angeles. I think that was, might have been my first time in Los Angeles too, honestly. But uh, it was just a, it was a, it was a crazy time. And uh, uh, so that, I think, you know, it, when you first in it, it's like, wow, like this is crazy. Like seeing all these athletes all the time, you know what I'm saying? Especially like when we, you know, have Brian and you would see like Giannis and Steph's and KD's. You're like, wow, like, these are the dudes like I play with on 2K and like I'm seeing these dudes like a lot. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, but yeah. But to what you said over time, it's, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, it's work at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is that I always try to stay humble with it and be like, I am very blessed to still work in sports. Like I always still try to have some of that fandom. Like I'll definitely still sit and like, you know, watch the games and, you know, really try to like, I get, I'll get excited. Like if my guys make a dunk or like, we got like a whole bunch of seven footers. Like, you know, we kind of excited this year. Like we got a lot of good pieces. So like, I'll definitely get excited. You know what I'm saying? So some of that is still there, but when I first started, it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad for sure. If you had any advice for people, actually, I'm going to ask you two more questions. So the first one, if you had any advice for anybody looking to break into sports, you know, regardless of where they are coming out of college, coming out of grad school, or just want to change uh, professions in general um, or industries in general, moving to sports. Do you have any advice for them? Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of, 
you know, very normal from like the, the typical things, just, you know, make sure the resume is good. Definitely make sure like you have a lot of experience in sports, you know, especially because if this, if that's what you want to work in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and just, and I think, you know, obviously networking is definitely very important to try to nudge people, try to shadow people if you can, you know, just getting to know people, connecting with people on LinkedIn, just, you know, trying to, you know, understand opportunities a lot. Um, I know teamwork, team, what is it like teamwork online or something mm-hmm. like sports website. So that's, that's, it's pretty good to just go through that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So I would say, yeah, those are probably like all the things to really just break into it. You know what I mean? What are some gems? Give us the gems on, you know, how content can be successful, how to develop good quality content, making sure that people engage with it. If you know the algorithms, you know, share the secrets with us, you know, let us know what you know. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, man, I think um, at the end of the day, I just try to look at, I just always try to look at life through just, you know, just just being genuine, you know what I mean? And I think that at the end of the day, that's what could could be respected, no matter what you are or who you are. So I think what, what, what we try to do is just be genuine to who we are, obviously post great quality stuff, obviously try to tell a story, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, being engaged in the culture space of where basketball sits now. Like I said, that's 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 very, very important as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would honestly just say all that. And obviously, like I said, it depends on your market, depends on your, your audience. Like I'm saying, like, my strategy isn't going to be the same, you know, for everybody else. My strategy might not be the same for Microsoft. You know what I mean? All that different stuff. So it's all about, it's all about also like knowing your audience and knowing knowing your overall space. So. That's, that's super helpful. And I'm sure somebody be able to take that and apply it for sure. Myself included. So appreciate that. And uh, I don't know how much you know about black Fridays, but now it's time for my favorite section of the podcast called Freestyle Fridays. So, um, you know, I've heard some rumblings about you having some bars at Michigan or whatnot. So (laughs) So I'm going to need 16, maybe eight, you know. Oh, what? (laughs) 16. I don't know who told you that. That's funny to the mug. So I, I got good news for you. I got good news for you. You do not have to actually freestyle. You don't have to okay. drop no bars. So, okay. <laughs> so Freestyle Friday is actually just a random assortment of questions. They all about you. So you can't get them wrong. And then okay. I got two rules. You answer every question and you answer them honestly. That's it. Okay. All right, cool. So the first one, and I think I know the answer to this based off of your, your social, but I want to know if you have a different answer. What's the greatest sports moment? you ever witnessed? Great sports moment I ever witnessed. And from my recollection, just looking at your, your your pages, I can think of two iconic moments that you were photoed or videoed in for sure. Yeah, I can think of a couple. So that's why it's tough. Mm. Ooh, I don't know. I got a. Uh, I, I love you. Got a few, but I guess the top one, I guess, could be uh, All Star Twenty Twenty uh, in Chicago. Uh, that picture of Lebr- 
LeBron. Who was it? Giannis guard LeBron or LeBron guard Giannis? I can't remember mm-hmm. which one. But I'm in the background of that picture. It's like Quavo, Spike Lee, Two Chains, Deanna Taurasi, Chance the Rapper. Like all of them was like sitting in front of me. And uh, the fact uh, that that moment in that picture is so crazy, and then you like literally right in the middle of that, like all of the right. people that you just named, and the the scene that was happening because that was like late in the fourth quarter when late it was when it was close, right before COVID too. And so, like, you know, and that was the picture everybody was using, like, oh, the NBA back post-COVID. And it was, that picture was everywhere. But that was, I would say that was probably, like, one of the, one of my favorite moments, for sure. For sure. It was, that that's a tough one, though. Because I got them, yeah. It's a couple. Because I, I got the, the meme one. I was a meme, so that was obviously a good one. That was one. the uh, Serge Ibaka fight, right? Serge Ibaka yeah. and Marquise Chris. Yes, I remember doggone what was his name uh the gm for the uh for the pelicans i can't even think of his name oh griffin griffin was talking about me on nba tv with Derek fisher and i was just like wow like this is this is crazy like i was they was talking about me on espn it was that was a good one too so <laughs> it's been some funny moments for sure that's my personal favorite the Serge Ibaka one because that that was just hilarious yeah, uh, yeah. iconic for sure um, what's the last thing you bought? The last thing I bought? Uh, the last thing I bought, I just went grocery shopping. So I bought like, you know, uh, is that what you mean? That type yeah, of stuff? Yeah, now, if that's the last thing you bought, that's the last thing that's you bought. the last thing I bought. I bought like, yeah, some, my dinner for the week. So just like some ground turkey, some chicken breast, some fruit. I've been trying to eat healthy and stuff. You know, that's what we promoting. Right now in the winter, we, you know, we eating healthy, we bulking up to all my fellas. But yeah, that's the last thing I bought. Okay, most definitely. What's the song that you have heavy in rotation right now? Oh, man. I've honestly only been listening to, like, Certified Lover Boy. So if, if anybody know me, like, I'm a huge, like, Drake fan. That's really, like, all I've been listening to for real. Uh, personal favorite on the album, Get Along Better. Knife Talk, Knife Talk is also very fire because he's a shout out to all the songs on there is pretty straight for me, though. Mm-hmm. But I've also been listening to Baby King. Baby King, oof, that album's very good. But I got a lot of music I got to catch up on, too. So okay. those are the ones that's in heavy rotation. Okay. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, COB is cool. It got some It got some heaters on there for sure. Uh, trading, yeah. I think it's Trading Places is my fa- one of my favorites. And then, of course, Poppy's Home. I just yeah. need a second verse. He should have just gave us a second verse on that. Uh, he uh, <laughs> and Baby Keem got some fire too, for sure. Um, and, and speaking of music, would you prefer to listen to playlists? Like you got go-to playlists or listen to whatever curated playlist, or do you just like to hit shuffle? Uh, ooh, good question. I'm, for me, it depends on the mood. It depends what the mood is. I think when I'm in the whip though, like, honestly, I'll just play like what I'm listening to right now, or I'll like have like this, this, the set songs that I've kind of like got a rotation right now. So I'll go from like COB to like Baby King to like, you know, whoever in heavy rotation, Maria the Science is just like that. So that's kind of how I roll. I really want to get into more playlists, but I'm just too lazy to make them. Honestly, <laughs> that's just how I'll be working too much. It'd be too hard, but I do want to get on Spotify because Spotify playlists are better than Apple Music, which is what I'm currently on. So thousand percent and I, I like to make playlists and curate playlists but i don't always 
listen to them that much. Like I got to be in a specific mood. So I'm definitely, I'm a shuffle person. Like I just put on, I got 5,000 songs that I like on Spotify. So I just hit shuffle and just go from there or listen to what the new stuff that they promoting um, to, you know, keep my ear to the streets. Um, who inspires you or what inspires you? So we're going to get a little bit deep. Who inspires me? Who inspires me? Oh, man. I mean, I think, obviously, I mean, like, my my family, <clears throat> like, my mom, my grandfather, like, all those pe- people in my life who helped me get here definitely, like, you know, inspire me for sure. Because, um, you know, I wouldn't be here, you know, without without them, them like, you know, helping me get to this point. Uh, and then I think, you know, like I said, what inspires me is, like I said, everything around me. I try to grab inspiration from anything I can, whether it's I'm watching, like I said, like I, whether I'm watching something, whether it's like even when I'm at a, I go to an art museum or whether I'm, you know, traveling or whatever, like like I said, I got, like I got a whole bunch of pictures on my phone and just stuff. I just take pictures that I'm just keeping out of. It's like, a, so I just try to be like, you know, influenced and just, you know, like I said, just aware of everything, like, you know, whether it's like in the culture, just outside of, you know, things I'm, not used to. Like I went to my man's. My man's got married like a couple of weeks ago. He was Jewish, and I was like at a Jewish wedding. And that was lit. It was pretty lit. And it was outside the culture. And I'm like, oh, they was doing stuff. They had him on the chair. Like, oh, they were lit. I'm like, that's lit. So it's really just you know, for me, I just try to experience as much stuff as I can and just draw inspiration from that. So that's dope. That's dope. Uh, tell us about the last dream that you had or that you can remember. That's another good question. The last dream that I had, or I or that I can't remember. I don't know. I really can't even remember my dreams. I think that'd be the, the thing. I, I want to start writing my dreams down, but I really can't even think of the last thing I dreamt of. That's real. I, I don't think I can either. I well, no, that's a lot because I, I took a nap yesterday and during my nap I had a dream that like I had to move or something. And like, I don't know, I was, I was panicking about that. I was not, I, at the time in my dream, I was not with it. So like, I, I, I remember that from yesterday, but yeah, if I got to go deep in the memory banks, not, not, not a whole lot. Oh yeah. I don't even think I could think of somebody even dreamt of, man. I'd be asleep. I'd just be happy just to be asleep and then wake up and just get up and work in the morning. That's how I'd be. But uh, I can't even remember it. That's a good question. That I'm now gonna start writing my dreams down for questions. Okay, bet, bet that'll work. Uh, so let's say you got to be president for the day. You got to be president starting tomorrow, eight a.m. Javon Shell, president of the United States. You got mm. twenty four hours to be president. What's the first thing you doing? Oh man, twenty four hours to be president of the United States. Jeez, first thing I would do is probably clear. Uh, all the college debt. Definitely will probably do that first. Shout out to gang and them. Uh, then probably reparations. Uh, then probably... I don't know. I don't know if it's possible, but I would probably just, you know, try to, you know, pass some bill or something just to, you know, fund 
minority, but specifically black people, just like businesses, housing, bills, just to get us caught up real quick. Because, you know, it's only right. Figure out the way to, you know, redistribute the wealth, if I could, just if I had the time in the, in the 24 hours. But I think those would be some of the things I would do. Yeah, we don't... We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to reelect you for a, a second twenty four hours. You're gonna have to <laughs> make it through the whole week. All right, that's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Man of the people, man of the people. <laughs> for sure. Hey, I support it. And uh, you from you from the D. I'm from the D. This is a very important question, very special question here on Black Fridays. I need to know, Javon, what is your Coney order? You pull up to Coney Island. I need to know what you're getting. To me, man, I'm real traditional with it. I'll give me like a wing bean dinner, some ranch, and then I'll be straight for real. Sometimes I might go in there and get like a uh, a chicken pita, but honestly, my go-to might be the wing things, bro. There's something about the the coney wing things that just do something to me. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a wing bean thing, bro. Like for sure. Same wing enthusiast. You feel me? <laughs> wing <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> my man, see, I knew. I knew I knew what they said about you was right. <laughs> uh, and then do you have a favorite quote that you live by or that inspires you? A favorite saying, anything like that? Oh, really. But I do think about this, not really, but I do think about this book that I got. It's like the uh, Seven Natural Laws. Uh, I forgot. I'm thinking I'm, I'm blanking on the title. It's basically just kind of just like a really short read too. And it just kind of just teach you just about just how to like kind of go through life. And just like kind of what I said, just like picking up different energies and, you know, just really experiencing things and being like outside with nature and stuff like that. Like that's why me and my, me and some of my boys, we took a, a cross, a cross country road trip to like Yosemite National Park. Like we drove across the country, you know what I'm saying? From like, from Cleveland all the way to California. You know what I'm saying? Like we stopped at all these different places and just really experience, just experience stuff, man. And like, you know, we, we took time, like it was the time we was in a park. We literally just like took our, took our shoes off and like crossed this river, bro. And we was just, you know, like really being outside, just experiencing just, you know, the beauty of what nature is. Cause it's something about that, that energizes, you know, gives you energy. So, and it just teaches like about, you know, meditation and just all this different stuff about just really just trying to, you know, I guess stay centered a little bit. You know what I mean? I know I'm on my big shots too, but that's really, just, yeah, that's really kind of like, you know, something that I really try to, you know, think about a lot. So. Most definitely. And appreciate you for engaging in my shenanigans. You successfully passed Freestyle Friday. So shout out to you for sure, for sure. And, uh, Another segment that I like to do with my guests uh, called the Friday Flex. So just giving you the opportunity to be able to pat yourself on the back for anything that you accomplished recently or that just comes to memory. Um, oftentimes we don't get a chance to really stop and think about um, or, you know, thank ourselves or gives our, give ourselves a pat on the back for the yeah. things that we do. Um, so just want to give you the floor to do that. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess everything just that we, I mean, me and my team, like, have been able to do. I'm not, because I'm not nothing without, like, you know, my full team, you know, the whole, you know, marketing, creative team that we have. 
you know, just what we've been able to, able to pull up. Like everything from just like the, the jersey release today. To, like we had a, a double home opener and just, you know, delivering content and all this stuff for the fans. Like it's, it, I think it's something, you know, it's definitely being on the other side of it. Like the difference between like, a fan of just scrolling and kind of just seeing like what go into it. And it's just, you know, it's a lot that go into it. You know what I'm saying? And being able to pull that stuff off and the stuff that we, you know, we got to do to, I don't know, I guess just, you know, keep the brand up and just do stuff for the fans and do stuff for, you know, your audience. It's, you know, I think it's, it's, it's tough, but, you know, we definitely do it. But I don't know, I guess it's getting that off and we finally just about to get into the swing of things at the end of the season. So just, you know, ready to see how these boys do. So. In the essence of Black Fridays, why do you feel it's important for us as a community to support our black owned businesses, to support our black creatives, to support our black professionals? Um, why do you feel like that's that's important? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, just because, you know, the representation isn't just always there. You know what I'm saying? So I think so when we don't get it from, you know, a lot of the majority and a lot of, you know, our counterparts, I think it's on us as a community to just support and uplift each other. Because if we not going to do it, then who else will? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think that's 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 a lot of it. And uh, even with the creatives, like one of one of my camera guys, he's actually just like, honestly, just turned into like a, a good friend of mine, uh, Courtney, you know, he, 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 he black just like me he's from Brooklyn. You know, he's going to be one of my good friends. And, you know, he's been able to, become a videographer for an NBA team. He used to be a videographer for Dykeman at ba- basketball up there. And so he came here like, now nah, he did NBA stuff. So, you know, it's, 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 I think, you know, we got to have some solidarity in the workplace, especially when it's a minority, you know, we, we're, we're the minority. So, yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's always on us to just, you know, always support each other, you know, look out for each other whenever we can, so. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, definitely need more support, more exposure, uh, more opportunities. So, um, you know, whatever we can do to encourage that, uh, definitely need to do to do more of it. And then also, um, in general, what's next for you? What's next for you and your team at the Cavs? Um, you know, what we like to speak things into existence here on Black Friday. So um, what are you envisioning for the future? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think, you know, just, honestly, just, you know, get this season going. Just, you know, try to get this season, you know, make it through. And hopefully, you know, we you know we can make it to the playoffs. And, you know, if that turn into something, you know, we'll see. So, I think, obviously, just having a, a successful season, putting numbers on the board, uh, on the court. And then, obviously, just, like, with our numbers, whether it's, like, marketing or, like, even, like, you know, the, the retail team or whatever, all, all, all wins matter. So, you know, we just trying to, you know, make sure we do it like that. So, and then just for me, I don't know. Like I said, I think, uh, man, like I said, I've just been blessed to just really just network and maneuver and just be placed in places where I've been able to thrive. And so that's what I think I'm just going to, you know, keep doing. And, um, I, you know, I, like I said, I'm just kind of getting, I'm getting, I'm just getting started with the Cavs and, you know, we're building something really good there. And so whatever it turns into, you know, I'm just going, you know, I'm here for the ride and just wherever it goes. So, I, you know, I love what I do and I love like pushing the culture forward. So. And then are you currently in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay. And then you travel also with the team? No, nah, that's what my camera guys for. So we like we usually it's different team spots and whatever. So when we usually send like a camera guy and uh like one of my like uh social coordinators. And so they're there it's good for them to be at the game. They usually have the most contact with the players. And so like one of them shoots the game and the other one is kind of like the ones like making the graphics, posting everything up. So Got you. And I, I know that you uh you may not necessarily travel with the team, but I know you you may be traveling uh for, for pleasure or you know, could be anywhere in the country or the world. So if the people want to keep up with you, things that you got going on, um, how can they get in touch with you? What's what's the best way for them to reach out? Oh yeah. I mean, uh shoot. Find me on LinkedIn. My name is Vasha. You know, if you want to connect, network, whatever like that. I'm always on there. And then um, uh, if you want to, you know, turn up, it's like, no, no, I'm just going Anything, you know, my my Twitter, I mean, not my Twitter, my Instagram, 90s Vine, feel free to follow me, 90SBON. And yeah, you know, you can, you know, network or anything, so. Cool. And uh, Vaughn, I appreciate you coming on today, man. This was uh, really dope. I learned something new. Got a chance to get an insight to your world and your day to day. Um, and then you definitely uh, was able to leave us with some gems and some perspective on working in sports, uh, working in the entertainment industry, digital media as well. Um, and as I mentioned to you um, earlier before we started, man, you got some uh, dope stuff going on. Uh, I see you all. Um, uh, social media pages and really high quality content, dope co- content, innovative, creative. Um, so man, love what I've seen that's coming from your department, man, and, and keep going, uh, and, you know, expanding and, uh, and doing more, man, and, and, uh, achieving more. I know you more than capable of doing it. So I'm just, I'm genuinely excited to, you know, see what you continue to, to work on and develop. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate the kind words for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep keep it up. Like I said, we just need these boys to win. But appreciate the kind words, bro. And yes, yeah, it's stuff like that, you know that, you know, keep us trying to, you know, keep doing better. So definitely appreciate it. And if it sucks, let me know too. <laughs> for sure no doubt man and uh, i want to thank everybody for uh taking a listen this week uh to another black fridays and i want to thank my guest once again for uh, pulling up and, and sharing his story 